Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones Apollo D'Agonio West Ham United good evening good afternoon or good morning this is more than just a podcast podcast it is season 11 and I was just a bit away so I don't know what actual um, episode it is but I reckon it's about 13, 12, 14, it's got to be one of them anyway. No um, one's going to care. Well it's actually 14, I've just looked it up, um, you, you recorded episode 13 which I haven't quite finished yet but I will do. Anyway I'm back in the country um, after my foray in, in Portugal, um, no booches tonight, um, Unfortunately, um, one's finishing their house, one's got baby work duties. Uh, but of course, we have uh, Canyon Townland. Where are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm in the lounge trying to take it easy. Um, doing a pod for you after days. More of more of Lens Bond scheme later. Little, 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 um, what do they call that? What? Teaser. Oh. Little teaser. Come back in two hours. (laughs) Come back in two hours to find out what the teaser's about. Lens Bond scheme. Uh, Also back is uh, Nigel. Um, Where are you? What are you doing? Regretting that I'm in my shed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a little bit of bad internet this uh, week. Usually it's me, but just to let you know, those days are gone. Today, BT installed fiber to my premises, a full 900 megabytes download, 110 upload. I'm living the dream. But anyway, play the jingle. Shipman. Shipman. Shipman, Shipman, Shipman. What 
you need, Nigel, is FTTS. Yeah. There's other things I need as well, but go on. Fibre to the shed. All right. I don't know if I can do that, can I? Yeah, of course you can. Pull on Norman Collier now, Nigel. Anyway, oh um, we've got a lot to get through. Uh, we've got um, two games, a little bit of news. Should I carry on or should I move? Um, well, can you do it indoors with better internet? I think that might be advisable. You're yeah. a bit Dalek-y. Yeah. Exterminate! Girls oh. are fun! Girls are fun! Exterminate! Doctor Who's back on. Doctor Who Flux. Can't say I've watched Ooh. it. And I'm not being sexist. And I know we live in a society and everything. I just can't get used to the Doctor being a woman, I'm afraid. Um, oh, she was all right, actually. I, I, I don't... I'm a big Matt Smith fan. But anyway, uh, I'm going to start with Len. Um, Hello. On um, European. I've got a confession to make. Um, during my trip to Portugal, I didn't watch any games. I had a complete hiatus. Didn't watch highlights. Didn't watch... <laughs> switched off from Twitter. Switched off from WhatsApp. Switched off from Clarent EU. Switched off from everything. So... Apart from knowing the result, 2-0, I really... No, we needed to know. I really don't know a lot of what went on. So tell me, Leda. I'm, I'm... Um, it was a, a little bit of a stale game until the last few, last few minutes of the first half, until the goal. The, we, you know, the things I do recall about it, being two matches ago, is that the, the wingers particularly, well, the wing-backs particularly Masuaka, had a lot of space and they're not much of an opposition, I'm afraid, that I'm ripping Vienna. And uh, we had our chances, eventually took one, got a penalty, it was a clear penalty, he went 2-0 up. We only needed a draw. I think it would have been hard not to win. There was that much of a golfing class. And we saw the result out. Job done. Uh, it, Last it, 16. It was uh, behind closed doors, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, which seemed a bit weird seeing that again. I'm just looking now. Oh, look, Yarmolenko on 39. just And then Noble in the dying added time of uh, penalty on um, uh, uh, of, of the first half. So really put it to bed before, as you say, in the last few minutes that first half, really. Yeah. Job done. Yeah, that's about it, really. Um, let me give you a stat attack, because oh. I know you love them. Um, Rapid Vienna at home only had 39%, which meant West Ham dominated at 61. Uh, West Ham had 12 shots, 7 on target, while Rapid Vienna enjoyed 13 shots, but only 3 on target. Um, outclass them, maybe. Um, yeah, there was a golfing class. Yeah. Oh, like it. Um, no, that's more Portugal than Vienna. You don't go to golf in, in, in Vienna. Uh, Nigel, um, we'll come to Dodds's way day ramble uh, after what you say, whatever you've got to say, because um, I know he didn't actually go. He, he had the flight, he had the hotel, he had the songs, but um, didn't go. What, what did you make of the game, assuming you watched it? Do you know what? I've done all that preamble. <laughs> He's not. He's not <laughs> and, and, and he's yet. dropped off. He's gone to the. He's gone to finish his kitchen. I reckon. Oh, don't be like that. I reckon he's um. 
Got in, yeah, so ain't plugged in yet. Yeah, I know that was uh, you. D- you didn't give enough in depth of of the <coughs> game. Oh, here he, here he is. It's coffer. We we did quite well filling there, Len. Well done. We want to get some Bellanin. Ben Benalin. So I said before we do way Dodds's way day ramble. Um, way day round up. Way day round up. Whatever. Um, talk to me about your view from the armchair. Of Vienna. Of Vienna. Yeah. What? But you've got to go with me. I ain't been listening to what you've been yeah. talking about. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was um, a very all-round performance. Some of it um, mirrored what had happened, I thought, in the first game. It, it was quite even up until um, late in the first half when we scored. Um, he picked... I thought he picked the right team, actually, leaving Rice on the bench, not taking Antonio. Yeah. Uh, Bowen, I thought, actually showed he could probably... You wouldn't want him there full-time. Well, I don't know, you know, like in replacing Antonio, but he showed he can come in and do a job. Whether that's good enough for Premier League, I'm not sure. But I thought Bowen done really well. And How you know, about moving on to Yarmolenko, obviously, got a goal. Yeah. Vlasic got an assist. Yeah. Um, no well, ball I'd, converted I'd, I'd, a penalty all got high marks um on player ratings I, I didn't watch the game as i am you may or may not have heard earlier um no. we're all free immense no y- yarmolenko sometimes you think i'm glad he was on the football pitch and not reading twitter because <laughs> dear oh dear that the the in-game level of abuse for yarmolenko was shocking and I was so pleased it was him that scored the goal. Mm. Because it, it, it just showed fair though, Nigel. It's fucking shit, the geezer. Oh, don't, don't say no. that. I quite I like Yarmolenko. Yeah. No, I mean, I like a lot of things. I mean, I like fucking cabbage cream eggs. They're still shit, really, compared it, to Lint, aren't they? No, no, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, we started early. We started early today. No, I don't, I don't think he's a shit. I'll be disappointed if we lose him. In January, bearing in mind we've got more games in Europe to yeah. come, hopefully other cup games. So, but obviously, he probably fits Europe a little bit better than the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Although he's I scored some good goals in, you know, them against. They all count as one, Nigel. Uh, Sean. Um, you know, against Everton, and you know he had that great game against Everton, and he shows he can, he can turn it on, you know. Yeah, no, I'd, well, I, you, you go back to the Everton game, Sean, that was like his third or fourth game for us. <laughs> but what immense, how immense was it? Yeah, you can keep using it, I'll just ignore it. Yeah. Um, but it, it, he's, he's suffered a lot with injuries, hasn't he, at the end of the day. Yeah, he has. And yeah. he, he, he's, he is coming to the end of his time with us. But when we're looking to do well in the Cups and I still think for the Europa League it'll be um, more of an asset hmm. and um, you know so yeah, especially I if we go and win it well at the end of the day last 16 and all that you know that's, that's what I'm saying when's the draw the draws this week isn't it? is it is there when do oh, they do the draw good point see I've, I've been writing stories today and I'm thinking, oh, what else can I write? And you just give me another idea for a story. I like coming on this podcast because you give me some ideas for stories. All right. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, look, uh, Vienna are, are we're going to be a tough team. I don't know what we were saying. You know, we were in pot three, weren't we? Out of the four. So to win the group with a game spare. Yeah, um, no, it's good. Fantastic achievement. A bonus. 900 grand bonus. What, per player? No, 900 grand bonus for winning the group. Oh, right. How much yeah, How I, much do you I, reckon we've earned in bonuses on, on European games? See if you, see if you know. I'd, I'd imagine it would probably be nudging around... Um, a couple of million quid now. Try a bit more. What was it? Two couples of million quid. Well, if if you <laughs> don't just include the win bonuses, you include the you get a group stage qualification bonus, then you get the win and draw bonuses, then you get the the winners bonus. It's it's over six six and a half. Uh, well, I mean, throw in the ticket money. Throwing the ticket money, it's closer to ten. Yeah, which is exactly what I wrote yesterday um, so after my hiatus. Um, it it and and it's funny because it's a tournament that generally, by a lot of English, or I don't know about whether English fans, we don't hold it in high esteem, do we? Yes, yeah. but it's ten like million is not, is not too talk. um, it's not it's not to uh, be sniffed at, is it? Well, no, I'd, it's it's for just the group stages. How much do you get if you win it? Oh, you know what? It's it's not it's not that much actually. Um, but but obviously you do get Champions League football, which is worth a fortune. So it's a bit like winning the um, you know, Play the playoff final. You know, it's, it's not actually it's what not you get for winning it. It's actually what you achieve yeah. for winning. It. Yeah, look, just just to because you know I like my finance uh, base fee. Of qualification to group stage was three million, just over three million and sixty-six thousand quid. Um, each win is worth three hundred five hundred and thirty-two uh, thousand. Uh, obviously, you get half of that for a draw. Um, so we got two point four million pound in win and draw bonuses, five point four in total. Uh, you got another nine hundred twenty-nine thousand for winning the group. Uh, so, three point three million in win bonuses, another five hundred and thirty-two up for grabs on the last game. Um, we're on target to win six point eight million from the group stage. Add to that ticket money, like you said. Add to that a share of the broadcasting, TV rights, and the market pool means we should earn, even if we don't progress beyond the, the next sixteen, we should bank at least ten million. Not bad at all. Worth the entrance fee, then. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add before we go to uh, Dodds's Way Day Ramble? Um, no, I mean, the only other thing is where will you go in there with the Zagreb team? Where do you think he will go? I think he put... Uh, oh, f- great link for me to say, actually. The man of the match, as voted by BBC, was uh, Sony Perkins... Uh, Sonny... Sonny Perkins. Yeah. Who... Um, I mean, I say I haven't watched... See, I'm lying. I, I say I haven't watched the highlights. I have watched the highlights on YouTube, but a very short clip. And I saw that Sonny came on and almost with his first shot scored, didn't he? Header, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't, did he? He didn't. Uh, but, you know, it's good to see another yeah. academy product coming through. 
always. And getting we'll his see more debut. of him in the next round as well, won't we? Well, yeah. sorry, not the next I, round. I, that's that's why I say good link. I think game. it's a time to bring some of the, you know, kids out and give some experience. Um, you know, it don't matter, really, in Zagreb. Um because we've won the group, you know, you don't get, well, I suppose I, I say that, I've just said it's worth 532 grand to win it. So we don't want to throw it away completely, I suppose. There has to be a little bit of a money element in it. And it will be in front of close to 50,000 fans as well. Well, assuming that um, nothing else happens with COVID. I've, by the way, just quickly a digress. I find it hilarious that you've got to, as from four o'clock, tomorrow morning you've got to wear a mask on trains on buses on tubes which transport for london said you had to wear anyway but yeah. wasn't law you've got to wear it in a shop but you don't need to wear it in a restaurant or a pub or a nightclub or, or a football stadium with sixty thousand people in oh that's clear then oh well let's oh, not well. be political yeah let's not be political but a football stadium you're outside yeah, yeah, maybe, but not in a pub or a nightclub, etc. I, look, I don't think anyone goes to pubs anymore, but from what I've seen, yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyway, uh, we digress. Um, I assume it's time for this. Duds is a way day roundup. Oh, it's roundup, not rambles. That's what I said to you. Oh, okay. I did keep saying that I gave up clicks. Yeah. <laughs> so Dodsy's Vienna away day roundup. Vienna away day roundup. I don't hear you ask people. Yes, Dodsy was he in Vienna? Well, beer was cheap at ten cans for nine pound from Sainsbury's. Wine gums were a pound a bag, which oh. was a lot cheaper than Wolves. Len. Yeah. He said the food was excellent with a great delivery from the wife whenever requested. And he felt the journey from the kitchen to the front room was well worth the trip and the journey. Um, the away fans were quiet and we didn't take up the full allocation, leaving a whole away day end empty. Brady out and Brady see out. Man City. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. I wonder if he got his refund. Um... Probably. You need to top up that orange tan. So, I I even got my daughter. My daughter's coming on Wednesday night. I've got quite a few people coming. My son's bringing his um, uh, friend from school. My daughter's coming with her boyfriend. First West, uh, first Premier League game he's ever been to. He doesn't support West Ham. Um, and he's up in the gods with you. Oh, because I'm cheap. <laughs> I wanted to buy like <laughs> fifteen quid. Uh, so I think he's in. I couldn't get any in two one five, but I'm in. I think I've got him in row sixty two in in two one seven. So that's round a bit, isn't it? Oh, that's next to the away fans. Yeah, I know. Right, okay. They like that. Again, it is only Brighton, isn't it? It is only Brighton. So we get to tell him what songs he can well, and can't sing. Well, of course, if 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 the lower things are empty, because it is going to be minus whatever on a Wednesday night and then they can just move down with me oh you know well, goes yeah, I hope not because Marion won't be oh happy. don't tell Marion yeah, don't yeah. tell her <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, let's move on to City 
Snowy City. Um, very strange game. I mean, I, I landed back on late on Saturday night from a balmy sort of between 17 and 20 degrees in Portugal and sun shining to bloody minus two. And of course, Sunday we were greeted by, by snow. And I, I can't remember the last time I saw a pitch like that. Not, and Nigel, I'm sure you'll be able to tell us. You just don't see that anymore, do you? Because usually it snows beforehand and, you know, it's either cleared or cooled off like it was in Burnley. But um, should they have done something? I mean, I'm not saying they should have stopped the game, but it was, I mean, certainly watching on TV, you couldn't see the ball half the time. God, God knows what the players and, and the goalkeepers saw. Well, years ago, would have did a front and orange ball on. But, of course, um, in the days of Premier League-sponsored footballs, and you have to use a certain ball in the Premier League. Is there no orange ball? Well, if there was, well, I'd if have they don't pay the money for to use it, um, yeah. the ball was the balls are yellow, aren't they? So they're coloured balls now, but back in the day they were white. So the the balls are yellow now. I suppose it may have been easier for the players. Obviously, for the TV viewers, it it was a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, the snow was quite heavy on the pitch. Because obviously the ball you could see was like leaving a tracing as it as it rolled across the ground. Yeah, I saw that. Um, the, 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 not the strange thing is, but obviously before the game, Sean, as you know, we spoke with Stell, and I was sort of hoping it would snow during the game, even though you poo-pooed it. Um, I didn't I poo-poo it. I couldn't really listen. I was down by the river, and what yeah. I got told was, and what I said was. I don't think the game was because uh, I couldn't quite hear you. The game won't be called off. Someone has said the game is going to be called. He'd heard a rumour the game could be called off, and I said it won't be called off. Now I, I agree at the time I didn't think it was going to snow like it did. Yeah. Um, but, and then I, I pointed out obviously that Burnley's thirty minutes from Manchester. You did point that out. Yeah, you so, are right. So expect the snow to come, and I, and I thought that would help West Ham, but actually Man City were by far the dominant team. Once the snow fell, um, you can't. I mean, it sh- it could have evened it up, couldn't it? But well, that's what I you, thought. You can't blame the snow because both no both teams. Had to I'm not blaming the position. snow. I just it, I just found it strange. I thought it would it would play more West Ham's favour than it would Man City's. But but the the second half of the first half, um, when the snow was quite heavy on the pitch, it was probably the most a dominant Man City were all game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very rare to see snow like that on pitches because of the... I mean, realistically, even though the snow didn't get that bad, I think the Man United game in the Cup um, and the anniversary of that is tomorrow, Oh, is I it? Believe. I remember that game. Yes. So... Um, I'll never forget that. I was there with my flag saying no to the Olympic Stadium. Um, I don't think so I went because of the snow or so. I can't right. remember. Well, yeah, it was it, it was it was it was bloody cold, and it was pretty bad. But again, I don't think it settled. Like we had our obviously undersaw eating working really well. Um, talking about that, remind me staff. later to talk about the tube strike on Chelsea and Norwich games. But just okay, remind. yeah. Oh. Um, it was good. I thought the grand staff worked well to get the pitch cleared in the second half, like half time. 
So hats off to City. They did, didn't they? Yeah, hats off to them for for getting that done. I mean, I've 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 been at games where they just cleared the touch lines, so you could see the lines. Yeah. Um, and then they had to play through the. Snow. No, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> There's so a few <laughs> middle-aged men who were sweating quite a lot after that. They were. They don't think they're used to doing that much effort half time. But well done to them. No, but I mean, game-wise. Let me give you a stat attack before you start. 69% Man City, 31% West Ham. And at times it was a lot more than 69%. Uh, 19 shots by Man City, 9 of them on target. West Ham restricted to 5 shots, 3 on target. That even seems generous, but obviously one of them went in right at the end. Um, before you start, Lanzini, uh, not, no, not Lanzini, Masuaku. Strange choice? Dropping Bowen? No. No? I don't think so. Um, if if you take in the group of games that we got this week in City, Brighton, Chelsea, mm. Brighton are the team that you want to take points against more. Or you'd look at it and go more chance. So that is actually the team you want to put the best 11 out at your disposal. Um, we've got a good squad. We, we we got you know twenty two twenty four players that could stake a claim to be first teamers and Masuaku is one of them. Yeah, um, I think he works well actually with Creswell. Um, his best time at West Ham was spent with Creswell playing inside him as a, as a back three with mm. Masuaku as the wide left player, which was during the first lockdown period. Um, when Moy started playing that and I thought it worked really well and I thought he'd done well this game people get a downer on players we, well, and they, they don't take their blinkers off they don't see when yeah. the, the bloke actually has a good game I, I was accused of that with uh, Socek actually yeah. and saying that I, I gave I did some ratings and I rated him a 5 and said you a know five? why why will really? every yeah I did and why will but let me tell you why why don't you give him a break Sean saying you know because I said, look, he's out of form. Am I the only person? Uh, is David Moore is the only person that can't see he needs to be dropped for a couple of games? Hold up, right? Hold up. So let's just pick you up on that. What, where is he out of form? For what reason? Because well, he's not scoring. I goals. know that, and this this is where people argued. You're absolutely right in saying, actually, Sean, what you're missing is he's he's playing a far deeper role, mm. with with Rice going more up front, and that's why he's not scoring goals but he does seem to lack a bit of confidence you know those headers he's still coming up for corners and and last season he would be heading them in and he just lacks that confidence and on the number of goals he scored and may, maybe I'm being unfair to him and maybe I'm blinkered in my approach of looking at him because other people did argue me including Huey and said I think you're off on on Suchek you know other people said I was too generous on Ben Johnson giving him an eight just because he cleared a ball off the line and, and that he'd, he'd made a few mistakes and, and too generous on Antonio who'd been caught in possession a few times. Sean, uh, this is why numbers in the football don't go. Yeah, I get that. You know I, mean? I get that. It's, it's very, it's opinions, isn't it? And Yeah, I mean, you miss ratings, something. You I don't keep everyone happy. Talking about such, I don't think he's quite immaculate as he was last year. I mean, what you saw was, if you look at, look at the golf between him and Declan Rice now, and you can add, you can put Deckham with a lot of players because I actually thought he was the best player on the pitch Sunday as well. Yeah. 
Um, good. There's a bigger gap than there was last year. In, you know, Declan is getting ever so slightly better. But, yeah, it's a little bit, but, you know. My man of match, by the way, first 11. was, an, you know, giving out, I gave out a few eights, but my man of match was Fabianski. I thought in the conditions, and he did some, some excellent saves and, and, and probably kept us in it longer than we deserved to. But I think overall, we didn't embarrass ourselves, you know. A lot of people were doing the going on social media moaning. You can't win them all. Yes, we lost to Wolves. Yes, we lost to City. And of course, all the Liverpool fans came out going, not so massive now, are you? It was a joke, guys. Come on, give it a break. Just because we beat you and we gave you a bit of stick, not so massive now, are you? Look, we played one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in Man City. They got some of the best players at home. We lost by one goal, and we kept we we remained fourth, and we we keep but our goal difference in place. People I was quite pleased of... with that result. I don't know about you, but I was quite pleased with a loss because I thought, all right, we wasn't all attacking football, but we tr- we tried to attack them on the break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go on, Nigel. I think if any defeat by only one goal, mm. is, it's a good is, result. Yeah. It's it's not yeah good result. I don't think Man City are the best team in the league. I think we'll see them next weekend. Oh really? Yes. Next weekend or this weekend? Well, the weekend that's coming. Weekend well, that's coming. this weekend then. Sorry to. Well. Well, yeah. you say that, but I watched. I don't know if you. And again, it's not a Premier League podcast, but I watched. My son is well into Premier League, so when he's when he's with me for the weekend, we watch every Premier League game, which I don't usually do, and we watch the the Man United Chelsea. Um, I didn't think they Chelsea looked that special uh, with Man United, and and oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't. No, why? Because look, lots of people are beating Man United, and and they they couldn't beat them. We we'll see, we we'll see. And Werner, is it Werner? Werner, the, the, the guy they spent... Timo 50, Werner. Yeah, 50 million for. Although, obviously, we did see the <laughs> return of Lukaku. Didn't do a lot, but you, you know he's going to score against us, don't you? Hmm. Anyway, anything else, Nigel, before we ask uh, Len if, uh, on the game? No, I mean, I, I think you covered it... I've, I've sort of got used to now the, the social media meltdown if West Ham get beat. <laughs> yeah. you know, move on. Don't We're know. like, yeah. I don't know, we've lost Emily four games, three games? I mean, it's ridiculous. Four now. Four. Mm. Jesus. All right, well, uh, Len, before we move on from this game, um, Lanzini. Yes, mate. What a goal. Mm. Deserves a starting place? He does for me over um, mm. Ben Rama, yeah. Yeah, uh, as a number ten, I think Lanzini is a little bit better. You know, what I said last week implies I think um, if if Ben Rama's watching a bit from the bench, then he, he he's going to have a better game. Didn't think he had a great game. I say I didn't think he had a great game against City. What it was, he had a good chance against City, and it, I think he got a rush of blood because I know the commentators were saying um, um, 
that Antonio put the ball behind him. Antonio puts the ball where he can put the ball. It's up to Lanzini as a number 10 to get to that, cent- that penalty spot yeah. like Brooking used to do and put it in one of the corners, not dash past the ball for a tap-in because it's, it, it, Antonio could do two things. He's going to try and get the ball over, which he did, or he is going to shoot and the rebound. Well, he's in no, he wasn't in the best position for either. If you look at Lanzini, as he did when he gets his his goal, doesn't get that rush of blood to his head and he stays back a bit because mm. as a number ten, you want more of the pitch in front of you. You're not a number nine. Yeah, no, fair point. And um, I might be wrong. He might have got that. He might have been instructed by Morris to say, if you know Antonio's got the ball, then you're the number nine. But then again, he, he's. He didn't have the the ball position for number nine. Mm. Crossy told me that he used to tell Pat Holland, just get the ball in the box. Don't even bother looking up. I'll make it my job to get to the end of it. If you don't see me, just put it in. I'll take the blame for it. Just get the ball in the box. And you can't you can't be. I'm not. Don't want to feel like I'm 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 digging at Ben Rama all the time. But the thing that he's lacking for me is a thing that you don't learn. It's that ESP of knowing where the ball is, when where the ball's going to go when you're out of possession. And when it comes to that, that's where he's lacking and he can't improve that on the pitch. If he's off the pitch, taking a look at it, and he's being a bit crafty, thinking to himself, well, where are the gaps in the pitch? Who's the, who's the weaker players? I think you've got a better player there. But, you know, it's good to mix it up anyway. So I welcome Lanzini. Let's hope he plays Wednesday. Probably won't. Well, I think he deserves a start, at least on one of the games. You know, he's proved himself and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Anything else before we go to Dodds' away day? Oh, no, it won't be away. Yeah, yeah, it was. He did go, didn't he? He he got through the snow. He did go away, yeah. Yeah. Dodds' away day roundup. A roundup. You'll get one. there, Sean. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah, like Colton Cole. Um, <coughs> all right, my handsomes. You didn't laugh at that, Sean, I noticed. No, because... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, in, in today's society, I don't know. Oh, dear. Oh, anyway, Dodds is a weedy roundup. All right, my handsomes. How you doing? Uh, a very cold 7.45am start. Uh... Through the snow, how and wind, saw him get to the Trafford Centre for coffee with the Welshman at 11, uh, which is brunch to you, Sean. Yuppie. Uh, but due to Black Friday and Christmas, the place was banged out, so as the next to the stadium, which was also busy, some, he ended up with Mackie D's for a triple burger and a coffee and a chicken chilli wrap. As much as you there, Sean. Uh, listening to a lot of West Ham fans, there seems to be carnage from the storm, and most trains had again been cancelled, becoming a regular theme on our northern trips. I must admit, I didn't hear that, but did, I, was there problems on the trains? There's always problems on the trains. Yeah, always. Well, so that's, that's why I don't like using them. Uh, he was into the stadium a little late, he said. Um, don't ask. Uh, but anyway, he's gone for the, the top five songs. The charts are back. 
And then at three, uh, she said no. She said no. Oh, bleep. She said no. Uh, that's removed for legal reasons. Uh, in at two, that's a welcome return. He, his name is Ludek McCloscoe, unless you're Dodsey, then it's Liko McCloscoe. And he comes from the Moscow. Back to number one. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. That's it. Another two weeks. There you go. There you go. I don't know what that, uh, some of those are, so uh, we have no disclaimer there. Uh, no. That was Richard Dodds. Well, it weren't um, the end, because what he said was, uh, FIFA are thinking about trialling a 25-minute break at half-time, and Man City have got there already. Yeah, um, that's all right though. He yeah. should have got, he should have got down there as well. He, he he would have stand, you know, being orange. He would have stood out on the snow. Well, they might have tried to kick his head for a football. Yeah, they? true, true. Um, um, anyway, he does finish with Brady out. Brady out. Good. So a, a, a little bit of new injury news. Um, uh, Said Benrama. Um, People thought he might have an ankle injury. I've told no injury. It was tactical. Uh, he weren't happy, was he, being substituted off? But um, there's no injury. He will be available for selection, whether it be chosen. I don't know. But um, no injury in, in Ben Rama. Obviously, Cressy did suffer an injury in his back. Couldn't move his leg to begin with. Uh, was in a lot of pain. Um after the game said it was okay I've spoken to the club today who say you know he should be alright um, late fitness test but you know a bit of bruising uh, painkiller he could play through it if called upon so um, whether he played both games you know I don't know but it, it'd probably been a bit of pra- I mean it looked nasty didn't it the way he clattered into that um, goal post apart from that everyone's come through fit um, and uh, oh, sorry. Except for Bonner, who's obviously uh, out for the season, um, but he's, he should have a full um, squad to pick from on, on Wednesday and and both on Saturday as well. Um, talking of that, uh, the um, I don't know if you know, but the African Nations Cup starts in January. Uh, the only person that could be affected could be Ben Rama again because uh, he's obviously plays for Algeria miss up to I think 40 players I wrote a story today 40 players from the Premier League um, could be missing including uh, say Ben Marama for us I think we could play without him you know if truth be known um, Diop could qualify if he, he suddenly decides to move from France and declare himself for um uh, where is it? Uh, Morocco, isn't it? That he's he's got his his ability, um, but um, Masuaku won't be playing because DR Congo did not qualify, so he won't be going in January. 
the only other play from Morocco. Yeah, apparently. He's something in the grandfather, whatever, in the blood. He can play for Morocco. And one other, one other. Um, are you interested? Who the? Are you genuinely interested? Who the other one is that you can play for? Well, hmm, Gordon. Oh, I do know. Gordon, Senegal. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. So. Yeah, I'm just checking that, but it's... Uh, yeah, I didn't know about the Morocco. Yeah. He could play for Morocco, Senegal, and obviously uh, he already plays for France, but only in the junior. Um, while I was away, um, there was a story, as I'm sure you used to know about, saying that um, uh, Daniel uh, Grzynski could um, do a takeover, and there was something in... Um, uh, standard well it, do you know what it was it was as simple as it was in the articles association it wasn't really a uh you know anyone who could read the company's house could, could have read the story really yes um and and so really what the bit you didn't if you read the guardian they they actually covered it properly which is what is called a um i think it's i'm just looking this up put and hold um is it put and hold let me just check that. Put and call, it's called a put and call. Um, is available to all the shareholders, right? So it means, however lightly, unlikely, David Sullivan could buy Driskinski's shares or Gold shares or Trip Smith shares or Terry Brown could buy them all or um, um, Daniel Harris could buy them all. But basically, it sets a price to say, if one if one shareholder wants to sell their shares, the price is set at the price that was bought by the Czech guy, and shareholders have the first refusal before it goes outside. So they can offer it outside? They can offer it outside, but only mm. if, and it's, it's all in the Articles Association, only if... Uh, no one decides to exercise their rights. And is that share price fixed? It is, yeah. And so to outsiders as well? And I don't think it's... Sh- I don't... I'd have to check that. It's a good question. I don't know if I'm leading fixed. up to something else that right. you might have missed, but... Well, I'm, I'm in a, a second story, which I've written, I haven't published, so that story sort of equal rights for West Ham takeover. The, the second story, which I've yet to publish on current use, you get an exclusive because um, I won't publish it till tomorrow, is there are all kinds of rules now of what you can and can't do in the board, right? So, uh, title, West Ham board decisions to change. Basically, the board, the whole board now, need to approve the business plan and the uh, budget each year um, between the 1st of July and the 30th of September. And any deviation from that budget over a million pound will need to come back to the board for approval any single item or project over two million needs to go to full board approval any new contracts or liabilities over two hundred fifty thousand pound need to go back to the full board any potential litigation over two hundred thousand pound will need to come back to the board uh, before any settlement or uh, and for visibility there will be much more corporate governments 
Is that not a good thing? It's a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. This is this is how um, this is how you know big business does big it. business does it. And you know, Daniel and his right hand man Pavel will will you know there's no you know <laughs> buying a player on a whim. You know they cannot just go let's buck another twenty million. No, they're going to have to go back to the board. You know, so that could put a bit of red tape on transfer deadline day but it means you're going to have to stick to your budgets and you have to stink you know everybody's you know it's not one man running the show anymore with 51% doing what he wants this is um, this is real bald governance now right. um, with, you say what you're going to say and then I'll move on to transfers well I mean a couple of things are rising out of this um, to just extend it a bit is um, obviously the story's been sold that Kratinsky possibly in 2023 will look to do a takeover. That's the way people are reading it, even though I'm not sure that's correct. I think they're no. misreading it. Yeah. Um, what if he was to do that? What would he have to do with his stake in Spartak Prague? He would have to sell it. And, and, and I think one of the websites actually wrote to UEFA and said yeah one one or other would have to be banned from UEFA competition unless he sold his shares so without a doubt if he had a controlling interest of West Ham he would have to sell his his holdings in Sparta Prague or reduce it to minority at the moment although he has 40% he is the president so he has control over the club so right. that's the difference although he's got he's a minority shareholder he does He's in bed something with the 60% holder, which I think is related to an investment company he's related to, and he is the president as well. So UEFA would consider him a, having a controlling influence over Sparta Prague. Right, so that something would have to move there. So, um, he would probably have to do that first. Yes. Before. Yeah. Um, secondly, yeah. is how do, we, do we know how many shares there are in West Ham? Yeah. We do. And how much it would cost to buy 10? Yes, we do. Right. What's the chances of someone or group of people being able to do that? So... I know where he's going. Yeah, I mean, and it, it is absolutely possible. And, and, and the... The um, I mean, what we just talked about, the put and hold, puts a different complexion on it, i.e. existing shareholders will have to have the first say. Um, but, I mean, <coughs> I forget, I could tell you by jumping on the company's house to say how many shares he holds now, um, I think, and divide it by the 150 million he paid, you know? And I can right. tell you what a share costs. Yeah, no, because obviously, I don't know if you noticed this, Sean, but Wissa is oh, no I more... Know. Um, so I know what their I know what their plan is. Yeah. So obviously they've now become the West Ham United Supporters Trust. Yeah, of course. Um, my first reaction was probably not my best. <laughs> no fair um, play to them if they could raise enough money. <coughs> right. Well, I mean that th th that would be a whole different show in it because I had a look at the people on the board. There's there's eight people there, a few that I know, I've raised my eyebrows <coughs> um, with a couple, I must admit. Yeah. Um, it's twofold, because what I discovered was that um, 
they decided to do this at the AGM. So they yep. had an LGA min, an AGM in August. Ninety seven percent of men oh, uh, sorry, ninety seven percent of the vote <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh voted to do this, but it was all done in one day. So the only debate they had was done at the AGM. Um but in a way looking at it now, it's possibly a natural move for them. Because yeah, yeah, they've I get been that. they've been superseded by Amazon United. West Ham didn't need two supporters associations. Well, there's another reason to do that, and I'm sure they were persuaded by the FSA. No, and that was the next thing I was going to come. You know to. why, yeah. don't you? Yes, because and I don't think there's 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 no. Uh, it's obviously linked to the announcement yeah. that it came the same week that the government yeah. with the FSA the review the, the, the support review come review. out. To have a now, fan on the board through a supporters trust. Trust, yeah, and obviously, there's a, there's a support. The idea of a supporters trust, a support. I, I I'd have to get past the people running it. Um. Because, I. Mm, what's the best way to think? I'm not a fan of the way they do business. Even the way they converted it into supporters' trust, 97% of the votes were pretty damning. But how many of their members took... We don't know how many. I'm, you know, despite helping to set it up and whatever, my yeah. life membership got revoked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, because I didn't answer an email. Well, I know they are asking for money for a five, or someone said a five a month, but I think it's that's that's what. And, and did, but this is the thing. So, but the only thing is, it's ring fenced. So now to be a member, I think there's still stuff trust. from the last time they tried to do this. Still ring fenced well, in an account yeah, somewhere. There's rumours of whistle, no, whistle. Yeah. So the, the original West Ham United supporters tried, and this is something the, the FSA should know about. So I remember speaking to someone oh, 10, 11 years ago about this situation. I remember who you spoke to. I think I was there. Yeah, uh, and he, um, well, you weren't there because I'm the first time I met oh, him. No, I was in a, a pub. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I met him and he explained to me that they had West Ham money on account from the yeah. original because it's ring fence. They couldn't, yeah. they couldn't touch it. So one pound out of every five pound has to go into a fund mm. um, to buy shares in the football club. Yeah. So, I like the idea of it. One hundred and sixty-one thousand pounds a share, uh, around, around. So, what I've worked out is, uh, you know, me finance bit boring. Um, there are three thousand four hundred and thirty-eight shares, new mm. shares, as part of um, uh, WH Holding Limited. So, if you look at twenty-seven percent, that's around. Uh, Nine hundred and twenty-eight shares. There is a decimal point in there. If you divide one hundred and fifty million that you paid for that twenty-seven percent, uh, you get to one hundred and sixty-one thousand six hundred and thirty-seven and ninety-three pence a share. Mm. I so mean, if you wanted ten shares, <coughs> I'll tell you what. As you're a friendly, yeah, go on. Call it one point six million. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you ten. I'll sell you ten shares. Right. So now uh, I've sort of skim read the um, FSA report. Yeah. 
47 <laughs> points yeah. put across. Um, personally, I see an interview with um, the Premier League chief, Richard Masters, was it? Yeah. Who said, at this moment in time, it would be foolish to not welcome um, the uh, the introduction of a, or not get into discussions about the introduction of a independent governing body um, I feel I think the people missed out the thing is is at this moment in time um, the best thing for the Premier League to do is to let it all blow over and when it comes up they'll fight it too for now can the government impose a, a body onto football regular like you know off com or off they what? could yeah i mean look i don't want to get political but joe it's joe stevens is it that led the review no uh tracy couch the tory mp oh she is yeah um tracy is 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 the shadow secretary for sport isn't she um, not shadow yeah she is is she i thought yeah. she i thought she was a tory no, no, I don't think so. She's Welsh Labour. Um, Tracy Couch is a Conservative. That's who led it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was right. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I was talking about the other one, Joe Stevens. Um, oh. I don't know very much about her, really. And, you know, it was a, it was a long review, wasn't it? And um, I, I got even got bored... Uh, reading it look my problem is the connection and, and you'd you'd identify this right I'm not having a go at Wissa the problem is that many many clubs or supporters don't feel connected with their trust I say that about the Spurs trust I say that about the Charlton trust I say that about a number of other clubs when you say to them do these people represent you and they go no they're a load, load of do-gooders sitting on committees and there's that problem there's a disconnect between a trust and, and, and you know Newcastle's the same they've got a number of different supporters groups and etc and and no one really truly says oh yeah I feel we're represented by people who you know the, the, the only one I'm going to give example of saying actually there is one example where it differs Liverpool. and that's Don's Trust you know, AFC oh, no, no, I think you missed the point then. You've missed that spirit of Shankly. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm <coughs> talking, though, in the, in the league, you know. Well, and Man United supporters trust. Um, Not in the league yet, are they? Not in the four top um, divisions. That may change, like AFC Wimbledon. But, you know, unless you own a football club or a percentage of football club, which I think, there is another one like this, isn't there? Isn't hasn't um, Brentford hasn't he given most of his shares over to um, Brentford supporters trust or whatever? Uh, uh, I don't know. And and I think something similar with Norwich as well. But anyway, we're digressing. It will, let's I mean, see how can, it goes. Can, can I mean the thing is, you say it's a thing, but is it something where because obviously this is done hand in hand with the FSA. Yeah. <coughs> in fact, someone from the SFA was on hand at the AGM, apparently, um, when yeah. it was debated. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, and it, it can they impose that the clubs would have to have? Yes. Yes, they could. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
they could. I don't see it happening for a long time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about. Uh, no, I just wondered how it worked. I mean, so would they have to be? Would the club be forced into selling shares to the supporters' trusts? And then how does that play out with what price they pay? And I don't know. It's 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 a it's an interesting one. It's an interesting. It is. It drag it out, but it's it's another reason why I look at it and yeah. think I can't see it happening. No, me neither. I won't worry about it. Because how much money do you need? Yeah. Let's bring it back to the modern day. Tube strike. Um, there is a tube strike on Saturday. It is an evening one. Um, so as long as you don't hang around after the game too longer, it shouldn't be a problem. Central line and Victoria lines will be severely disrupted, they say, and everyone's and the services will ramp down from 7 o'clock. When's that, sorry? That's on this Saturday. This Saturday. So uh-huh. central lines, Victoria lines will be ramped down from 7 o'clock and will stop at 8.30 um, as one of the strikes. Um, other tube lines, they're saying, will be busy than usual, more people driving. There is a full strike day planned on Saturday the 18th, which probably the worst one, uh, when uh, West Ham play Norwich. Um, that's all day. That will affect the Victoria line, the Central line, the Jubilee line, which will cock me up, the Northern line and the Piccadilly line. No strikes planned against Brighton this Wednesday or the visit of uh, of Zagreb on I mean, there's a long way round for you. Um, District line. No, you go to Clapham Common. Yeah. And get the overground to Stratford. Yeah. But, but Jesus, leave two hours. Yeah, I know. God, that is a long old trip. Having done that. Because instead of getting on the the train, I'd just run into Clapham Common train station and see a train to Stratford. I thought, blimey, I didn't know you'd get a train to Stratford from here. Didn't realise the route it took me um, from Clapham Common north (laughs) all the way round. It literally did take me, I think, an hour and 45 minutes. But gets you a train though, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So, is is your option there? Is always a way. Um, transfer window around the corner. Silly season about to start. Obviously, with a new month, uh, you know we're going to get linked with every centre back, every striker, uh, known to man or not known to man. We're going to be linked with Jesse Lingard, Willie Won't Eat pantomime coming backwards and Willy forwards. Willie Wonka. Um, C wasn't started by ex Hammer Michael Carrick. On, on Sunday uh, but nor was Cristiano Ronaldo so I suppose we shouldn't read too much into it um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of money to to uh, spend uh, I don't think they're going to go silly um, and, and I think you know the Czech influence will come in as well oh we're going to be linked with every Czech player and every Sparta Prague player probably everybody in the squad will be linked to us um, but we've got obviously Rob Newman now head of recruitment. We've got David Moyes Jr., who's joined from a scout from Agents Wasserman. We've got Georges Santos, uh, former QPR and Sheffield United defender, uh, who's a European scout. Um, And then we've got Jordan Miles, obviously, who's always been there, who's the head of recruitment analysis. So, and I think there's some other people. um, What about Newham Council? Not Newham Council, new man. No. I know I, I oh, sent you WhatsApp the other day. But here's the good news. Don't worry. 
because David Sullivan will still be doing the final financial element of each deal. Uh, so I know you know, I know you get worried that he was, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't have any anything to do anymore. But don't worry, he's still going to be involved in the uh, closing the final parts of the deal. But he won't be involved in selection. That will be totally down to David Moyes and uh, Rob Newman and the team as well. So we'll see. Um, if if there was three three positions we had to fulfil, right? Let's make it a bit harder. Two positions. What would it be, Len? Striker. Yeah. Um, maybe a centre half if you're not feeling really confident. Uh, maybe a left-sided player. Yeah. Would you take mm. Jesse Lingard? Oh, all else? day long. Yeah, all day yeah. long. As a yeah. priority of those two. Oh, well, I'd have Jesse because he can hit the ground running. Okay, fair enough. Nice and early, please, if we get him. Nigel, two positions. Um, yeah, I'd. I mean, I've, for me, Lingard, I would definitely be asking the question now for January the 1st. Um, and if not, don't drag it out. Let's know, you know, before January turns up, whether he's, he's open to coming back mm-hmm. um, as an outright buy or whatever. And then next, I'll, I'd probably be looking, I'd, I'd go with... I'd take Tarkowski. Right, okay. You would actually. take a centre back. Yeah. yeah, I would. It's I'd, not I'd, been the same without Ogbonna, let's be honest. Um, would, no, the, the thing is, left sided mid defence can be covered by Johnson Chris going Wood. over there. And, well, I was thinking that it, it, it the thing, but Johnson could go over there and Fredericks could come in and play at the right, on the right. Um, so. On the left, I think we're covered. I think if we're going further into tournaments, um, the fact that Ogbonna's out for the season, um, especially thinking about his age as well. Yeah. How, 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 you know, we see what happened with Winston Reid. Um, a bad injury. I just don't know why really Di- Diop doesn't get a, a proper run, really. Well, I think he's managing the squads really well. Um, he, I think he... Utilizes a, there'll be a couple of questions in question. I'll just have a look in question time uh, coming up. We might be able to cover it then about yeah. why he's doing what well, he's good doing. Well, good link because because we're at the hour mark just, so it's a good time for question time. Little teaser: Ooh. we won't talk about Canning Townsend bond issue until after the questions. All right then. Have you asked a question? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Silly arse you are. if I can drag that out. <laughs> was that uh, you, Nigel? No, that weren't me. That was Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put recording as we speak with Len, Sean and Nigel. Get your questions in quick to make the cut. Thanks a lot, people. Um, 17 so far. So that's, that's pretty good because that's in 20 minutes. Um, Michael Levy Jr., the soul singing superstar of North Tenerife. Well, the whole of Tenerife. And hopefully soon to be another award winning um, with any luck. Says, evening, gents. He feels there's no need to panic because we're still fourth. And in all the cup competitions, Brighton are a bit of a bogey team, but maybe Moyes can break the hoodoo. 
is it becoming more obvious that we need another option other than Antonio, though? Hope this finds us all well, MLJ. Hell yeah. Um, Brighton, we didn't really cover that, did we? Brighton, the bogey team. Still not beaten Brighton in Premier League uh, fixtures. No. Is that true? That is true. That's a great another story, thanks. Yeah, go and look that up. You'll see that is true. Um, the, 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 the funny thing about it is if you look at the... Um, the, the, the fixtures last season against this season so what's it called the, not the coefficient if you look at the barometer to Ooh. see what we're up to um, Man City we lost 2-1 away so we've matched last season's result against Man City so we're still on course to equal last season's points tally and bearing in mind last season was a record performance so I'll keep telling people um, until it's beaten that we're still doing well now. If you can get a win against Brighton, we're on for two points. Now, realistically speaking, though, to make Champions League football, we need to probably achieve five to seven more points than last. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Last season. So at some point, he can't keep the barometer level. He's got to start increasing it. And when you look at where he can increase it, it's the next two games. Brighton yeah. and Chelsea. You're right. Seven games. Oh, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's a great story. I, I might start writing that now, actually. Yeah. Why not? You do fuck all. Else... <coughs> um, Next up is uh, our friend. It's Mr. Dodds. Um, Sean said the other week, we are the fattest. He says he disagrees because he is the fattest. Um, especially after his holiday and all the restaurants he ate in. You didn't tell us about the bars you went to, Sean, did you? What bars? Um, 
Oh yeah, <laughs> Sully's and Brady's. Sully's and Brady's. That was that was a great find to get the Brady one. Yeah, did you um, like that? Did you ever go not. there when you were there then? Not Brady's bar, but obviously I, I told you about the Sully's bar. This, did you this, mention I haven't listened to the, end, the question time on the thing? Did I you believe? Re- did I you believe I did mention the fact that yes, I'd uh, I'd spent one of the best two weeks of my life in Sully's bar. I'd, but the funny thing about it is I noticed. Now it's painted claret and blue. It is, yeah. But it wasn't. Well, but funny enough, inside it, there's like Dublin shirts. It's very much an Irish bar. Yeah, um, I'd imagine. I mean, I was out there. I didn't realise how long ago it was. It was 33 years ago. So the fact it's kept its name, Sully's Bar, um, it's done bloody well. But Carvero didn't look any different. I must admit, from your photos when I was there. Oh really? It's a nice, Um, nice little town. There's something Dodsy says. Did you know we have the joint lowest squad numbers in the whole top five leagues in Europe? Um, imagine what we could do with four extra players in that squad. So, I don't. Is he getting that we've only got 21 then? Um, apparently, did we see the report that someone's come out against Di Canio as being racist and fascist? Really? <laughs> A being fascist, really? I he never says, wonder. do you have any views on that? Other than mine, which is what is the surprise, and he's still a hero to me. Um, I think the Canio's admitted being a fascist. Yeah, I mean, he was even, um, he did Nazi salutes at no, one no, point. No, 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 hold up. I will pick you up there. Go on. Did not do a Nazi salute. That is a Roman salute, as the man is from Rome. And if you go back and look into it, and this is what he said, and, and look at the, the same, that everything, that it, that it wasn't a Nazi salute, what he did. All right, I stand corrected. So let's let's get that right. He's, I think he's openly admitted. Um, I, f- I think Lazio's always been the more right wing of, of the two teams, and um, Roma were more of the left wing of the two teams. I'm not sure if it's true. Was not Lazio the team of Benito Mussolini? Is it? Yes. Is that yes. true? I, f- I yes. think they were. Um, which, you know, at the end of the day, he did get the trains rung on time. Which, if you've ever been to Italy, is the biggest surprise in the world. Um, he's, he, he finishes off with Dodsey. The weather conditions on Sunday were horrendous. But what is the worst weather conditions you've ever watched a game in? Mm, that's a good point. The worst weather conditions ever watched a game in. I can't remember. There must have been some really big downpours. Well, the the yeah, there was one. I was in Barnsley once without a coat because it was lovely and sunny in London, um, and it shot down with rain on open terracing. I was at the snow game in K- against Cambridge in '79, but I was tucked up in the West End, um, so I was sheltered from the snow. Emily home in the FA Cup. Jesus Christ, it fell down. I was on the chicken one, and every, it, it, oh, I was at that one. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, emptied. I didn't that one. <laughs> it was, um, so yeah, I got absolutely drenched. Um, and it was to the point where you're thinking, oh, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. Every, a lot of people moved to the back and I just yeah, I toughed that. it out. Um, the coldest I've ever been was definitely Barnsley. Yeah. 
What about you, Sean? You ever been that far north? I I have, but um, I'm trying to think. Which is the one by the river? And it gets really cold. What Fulham? Fulham? <laughs> A bit more north than that. I I um I actually forest. Um, no, it wasn't forest. Well, near a lot of them are by the river. I mean, Middlesbrough's by the river. Even Middlesbrough, Park, I think it was Middlesbrough actually. Got um, freezing there once. The worst is, was Sunderland. That was. I didn't realise how far I was at Roker Park. How close that was to the sea. Um, that was bloody cold. It is up close there. to the sea. Yeah. Yeah. How about Lynn? What about me? Well, I think that. I think I've been relatively lucky by the sounds of it. I do remember the Emily game. Mm. Um, nothing comes to mind other than that. I'm thinking cold. Oh, that FA Cup game a couple of seasons ago at London Stadium was cold. Who did we play? That was very cold. We got a last-minute winner, was it? No, we went to injury time. I can't remember. Uh, but we we played someone the lower league team in the cup. It was cold there, oh bitter. Other than that, don't remember. Hmm. Moving on. Yeah. That Man United game was bloody cold that night. <clears throat> Trying to get people to sign my petition. I was hiding in the the, the phone box on Green Street. Um, DJ. Russy B says, um, what's your transfer list for January? But I think Lingard. we've just done that, Russ. We? we did. Lingard plus one other. Uh, the Mighty Wire is back himself. It's Mr. Ian Wiley. He's over to the game Saturday. And he wants to say, hi lads, keep up the good work. And believe it or not, you know, I just wanted to say thanks to Sean. Oh, there's a twist in this. He's clarified a new article on the tube strike as I wasn't aware of it and could have affected me getting back to Gatwick on Saturday after Chelsea. But from what he's written, I should be okay. There you go. There you go. Look, public I service. Think he, I think it's his birthday today. Is it? Of course. When he listens to it tomorrow, it'll be yesterday, but he'll really know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his birthday. I saw this morning. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ian. So always oh, check yeah. if not if sort of... Friends of the studio, it's a birthday, and I'll send them a little their little portrait wishing them happy birthday. But Ian hasn't got one. Dodds is getting one though. And oh, if you it? want to get a Cannington Len portrait, you know where to come, cannytownlen.com. <laughs> Evening, Woody. <laughs> right, I've I've put the uh, is it Ian Wilde's birthday to the test. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, next up, <coughs> it's the chauffeur himself, Mr. Paul Noland. Beep, beep, pressure getting in quick, he said. Uh, still not time to panic, but the Finn squad, he says, is starting to be a concern. Uh, need to sign some players in January. Good news, read the Europa League and go into knockout stages. Who do you think we will get? Well, it'll be one of 15 other teams, Paul. Um, so, we'll see. We, we we don't even know everyone that's qualified. I think there's only five that are definitely there. Has Brighton become a must-win game? Who? No, that was, uh, no. that's uh, Reggie Cray um, t- texting me. Yes. 
There you go. So I'm asking me more about Friday. Um, so uh, is Brighton a must-win game? Yes or no? No. Nothing's a must-win game. We're safe from relegation. I'm going to say I'm going to say yes, for sake of what we want to achieve and how we want to achieve it. We've got to start beating Brighton, our bogey team. We can't have a bogey team if we want to do what we want to do. So mm. for me, yes. Not essentially, but in spirit, yes. <laughs> See, it's, it's funny because everyone was thinking, nah, this ain't a must, this ain't a must win game. Um, and um, listening to what Len says and to what I've just said about the barometer, I think it has become a must win game. Because if the ultimate aim is to take fourth spot, which I think is up for grabs this season, yeah, and you have got to start collecting more points than we got last season, because I don't think what did we get last season? Sixty-five, I think we got last season. I don't think that's going to give you um, Champions League football. So therefore, I've always thought seventy to seventy-two points is the aim. <laughs> You're right, it is Ian's birthday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From the horse's mouth. Happy birthday, Ian. There you go. From all the gang here. Um, by, the, by the way, the knockout round playoff draw is on the 13th of uh, December. Oh, is it? Uh, but that's the... Um, that's the 16... Uh, um, the eight runners up from uh, the UEFA group stage will be seeded. The eight third place teams from UEFA Champions League will be unseeded. Say that again. The eight. The eight runners up. So it says the draw will feature sixteen teams. The eight runners up from the UEFA. Um, league be group seeded. stage will be seeded. Oh, right. The wow. eight third place teams from the Champions League group stage will be unseeded. Right. Okay. That's, I thought it would have been the other way around, but still, that's good to see anyway. So, um, you've already got Rangers in the seeded team, Betis in the seeded team, Dormant, Sheriff, uh, and Zenit from Russia. Um, so, five teams already. Confirmed hmm. to be oh. played between February and March. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, sorry, February and late February. So, first legs on the <laughs> 17th, second legs on the 27th of February. So, we've got quite a break, haven't we? Yeah, we don't. Go, uh, uh, I mean, we, we could be in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, we could be uh, played the final with the League Cup and won it, and um, mm. then go into UEFA Cup. So, there you go. The so this is, I love telling you you're wrong. So the round of sixteen draw is not happening to the twenty fifth of February, mate. Yeah, all right, got that wrong then. Yeah, so. I saw that a draw was being made. I just assumed. Um, yeah. So what's more? And we're important? a seeded team. So again, it says the draw will be made on twenty fifth of uh, February yeah. in the House of European Football in Switzerland. Eight winners from the group stages will be seeded. Eight winners from the Europa knockout stage will be unseeded. Hmm. So we're seeded. So, right. I'll throw it out now just to see what you two think. Best chance of Champions League football next season. Fourth spot 
or winning the UEFA Cup? Oh, it's a good question. I think full spot. I'm going to say winning the UEFA Cup. Right, there you go. Um, mm. What would you rather... How would you win the Europa? Oh, win the Europa. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So our next games, by the way, uh, first legs 10th of March, second legs 17th of March. Put them in your diary. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be nice springtime in Europe, wouldn't it? Yeah. Springtime in Europe. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So no one for music coming to the edge. Yeah. Yeah. So book them out. Got no excuse, right? No booking weddings or, you know, other things. Put in the diary for next year, 10th of March, 17th of March. That's two games we will be playing in Europa. Well, hopefully then, 18th of March, I'm booking my holiday to Seville. Okay. Um, I think I think if we do that, we should actually all book together. Yeah. Book, book the same hotel and, and have a, a big old, you know, make sure we're all together. We you might better travel that time. Well, you, that's the risk you'll have to take, it? But if you're booking it, you're just paying a deposit, aren't you? We'll see. Yeah. Um, obviously, Paul's not read the question because he says, I know Sean isn't there, but question just the same. A Christmas present purchased from the club shop in, in a kit for Alfie was in black. Friday offer, however, would not let me add my season ticket for additional discount. No, because you don't get two discounts when it's Black Friday. I'm afraid. I tried that in the um, in the shop. Oh, is that true? Um, yeah, they weren't. I, yeah, I got. Yeah, couldn't get a discount for a season. They're still selling season ticket wallets, though, Sean. I can't oh, they? need to have a word. Um, and you, you, your printed off ticket don't fit in it. So. And the funny thing is, they're not selling them off at like rock bottom price. You know, you'd think they'd be going get rid of them for a quid, and they still advertise them as season ticket card wallets. It's quite funny when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, are the club now not giving us discounts? He wants to know. So that's a question for you to ask, Sean. Uh, it's a good question. You, hope you enjoyed the Levelers. Are they still a crusty band? Uh, yes, they are still a crusty band. Um, and there's still a few crusties that go to see them. Um, not so much me, but still. Uh, predictions for the 100 games we are playing in December. Well, you'll get the predictions later. Next up is Merriam doing his impression of Dodsey because he goes, well, I like my handsomes. Uh, you can tell I spend the City game with Dodsey because I'm still in Manchester. He's driving scared the crap out of me. Add that to the snow, and that's me not moving until the thaw. Quick question, Sean. Yeah. I don't know if we didn't really discuss it, but why was Bowen not a starter on Sunday? Um, It was tactical. Um, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask um, David Moyes. All I was said, all I get told is it was a tactical decision, which means it was made for tactical reasons. Right, wasn't okay. being rested. He wasn't injured. It obviously came on later, but in Moyes we trust, yeah. Indeed. I'd imagine he will start Wednesday night. I'm sure. Uh, next up is Jason Tree. Uh, Paul 
Nolan did note that you was here and apologised to me and Len for that. Um, Hello, Jason, friend of the studio. Yeah, Jason Tree says, hi, guys. Uh, so, with Oggy out for possibly the season, where is the most important position we need to strengthen in the January window? Uh, loves all our efforts to keep him entertained because he's the Essex boy, but he's down under. Brady out. Yes. Brady out. Um, I mean, I, I mean, priority, for me, priority is Lingard. Because you can score more than you concede. And I think he'll help us do that. I don't know about you, boys. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just no don't know. I know what you're saying. I just don't know. No one's sure, but we've had a preview and we liked it. Yeah, it was no. nice. Be careful, though, you know. It's like that holiday you went on and you had a really great time lighting Sally's in Carrero and you try and go back and recreate it. It's just not the same. <coughs> yeah, but it's better than no holiday. Yeah, I get the analogy there. Right, yeah. okay then. Right, next up, Colonel Sanders. He says, evening all. It's been a while since I last asked a question. Uh, must have been all the concentrating on getting up the Super 6 League. Yeah, concentrate all you like. Uh, what do you think are the realistic chances of getting a strike in January window? Or do we persist nah. with Mickey and no plan B? Um, let will be, will be, Paul, I think. Let's, let's, let's see what they've got up. Um, I don't think we'll get a striker in, but nah. we could get a midfielder in that's a forward-thinking midfielder. Lingard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep saying that. You know, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that they've got they've got someone else out there that that they're looking at, but we'll see, innit? I'd, you know, at the end of the day, Moyes has got us this far. You got to trust his judgment. Yep. Um, next up is Richard Kemp, the general. Evening, chaps. He says now. Got a good question. He did the stadium tour last week, which oh. was actually quite interesting. Doesn't say. He then says, the tour guide fella, oh, these people are the font of all knowledge because the amount of stuff they tell people is amazing. A lot of it is crap and shouldn't be believed to be. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I was about to say and, that. Yeah, and, and, and oh, I'm not wrong there, Sean, am I? No. <laughs> I, I've, I've had to actually, true story, uh, go back to the manager who runs this Spurs fan um, yeah, under Delaware um, yeah. North and say sorry but they're telling stuff that's just not true yeah and uh, it is fantastic and, uh, several times I've had to do that and say you're telling punters this and it's just not true well it may have happened again so anyway because oh. um the tour guide fella mentioned the alterations that we've previously spoke about. He also said the stadium can already seat 66,000. That's correct. As it is. But there are still issues with Noon Council allowing full capacity. Sort of true. Yes. Any ideas what the problem is? Yes, we do have ideas. He says, he'll finish, seems strange that we're planning to fit more seats when there is already an issue with the current capacity. Go on, Sean. I know the answer, but you can tell him. So, although there's 66,000 seats, a lot of them can't be used in football mode. So, there's two issues. The first one is, if you have a look 
right under the, the the tarpauling, you'll see lots of seats, particularly behind the, you know, where where you could take pictures of seats that just can't be used, and they remove some as well. However, there are a number, a few thousand seats that just have not been allowed to be used in football mode, and and they're the ones really coming into play when we go up to sixty-two and a half thousand. Um, yeah, so people have got this idea that they're refiguring the stadium and they're going to be installing 2,000 No, seats. they're not. No, no, they're not. The reason, the original reason for not allowing 66,000 seats from the start was toilet capacity. It's one of the reasons, yeah. Well, and I food as well. well and food. That they would need to increase the outlets and the toilet capacities to take into consideration the extra people. Now, if people look at the seats that were tarpauling off, back in 2016 when we moved in, all the seats tarpauling off when we were holding 54,000 were um, behind the back row of Wembley Stadium sideline. And the reason they were tarpauling off, which is all the seats, the rows and rows, and you think there was 12,000 seats tarpauling off when we first moved into the stadium, they were all past the back row of Wembley Stadium, and that enabled Brady's famous line of no seat with a worse view than the back row of Wembley Stadium or whatever, to be utilised. Since then, if you look, especially with the away fans, the away fans sit in the back row. Now, the reason why the away fans have to sit in the back row, where before they didn't, was they made the segregation line wider. So when they tarpauled tarpauled off or, or, or seats in the away section, because they have to have 3,000 fans, they realised that actually we have to push them further back up. If you look behind the screen in the Trevor Brookings stands, you'll see fans now sitting near enough all the way to the back row. Down at the Bobby Moore end, there's still loads of seats tarpauling off above behind the big screen. And I guess that's where a lot of the other seats are coming into play. Yeah, it is. I mean, some of the some of these will never be they'll used. They'll all be banned five. Some of these will never be used, yeah. Um, but financially, it don't give the club a big input because the majority of them are going to be ninety percent of them are going to be banned five. Yeah. So, so what? What the extra? You know, beyond sixty-two and a half, right? And um, you know, potentially we could get up to sixty-eight. Um, they're going to reconfigure the West Stand, uh, and that will bring extra um, uh, seats as well uh, by straightening it off. And potentially, you could fill in some gaps as well if you came up with a deal with um, UK Athletics not to have athletics anymore. You, mm. It would be worth it to. Well, I think that's them in. two years away from. Yeah, that. agreed. I believe that'll happen. And uh, and there is another <laughs> element, and the other element, of course, is and and obviously we're not part of this trial, but rail seating is is going through from January, um, its first pilot, and in we know that there's some rail seating, um, already in the north and the south stands built in. I don't know exactly. The, the details but it is capable of doing that and the West Stand I'm sure will be the same so the ability to get more people in <laughs> rail seating in safe standing is, Actually, is a possibility true, as well Sean. that's not true rail well, seating doesn't increase capacity does it not at all no not at all 
Okay, I've not looked into that, but I no, assumed it that it, they would no, allow. It's just, it's just a difference. It, 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 it's basically the same width of seat, but um, in proper rail. rail seating, it, it's, it's a rail, but the seat can be locked in the up position or it can be locked in the seat position. They've got them with Tottenham. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, that That's in. Or that's the safe standing, but rail seating don't increase the capacity. No, it just same gives width. the person yet yeah, the the availability to stand up and watch the game rather than sit down. Now they can choose to sit down, um, and they should still be able to see over the head of the person in front of them standing up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just reading your messenger story. It's another story. Oh, right. I've written, written two stories. So I've written the bogey team story and I've written the draw story while we've been talking. Oh, We're at an hour and a half, so... Uh, yeah, and you get a story from this. There you go. Aaron Mead says, Evening, gents. He wants to thank us for keeping on with the podcast because we truly appreciate it. Aaron thought Fab had a decent game this weekend, stepped up his levels of late. Well, Sean gave him man of the match, so he obviously does agree. But do you think this is to do with the arrival of Ariola? And do you think we will retain Ariola as number two for next season? Many thanks. I don't think we'll keep him. No? Uh, I think, no, I think we'll go for that. There's a freebie out there, isn't there? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think the challenge is, um, is wages. All right. So I think PSG, I mean, the problem when you play for PSG, even if you're third yeah. goalie, I think, you know, he's on allegedly 70 grand a week at Fulham and with us but he's on double that apparently at PSG they paid too much then didn't they it's well they Parisian, did but, but that, that's, that's what happens in PSG right it's it's the top club it's like you it's know. like when you buy a player from Dortmund yeah but there's expectations so you know why why should he jump from 140 you know when it, when his contract ends or he's sold and go well I'm I'm uh, not going to earn a hundred and you know I'm going to half my wages. Why would he do that? And the answer is I don't think he would. And would we pay hundred and forty and make him the highest paid player at West Ham? No. Well, well you never know. That's what I say. You never I, know, but I think Fabianski is. I think we've said before is going to be offered another year contract. Yeah, but I think Ariola will be here next season. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I do. <coughs> um, moving Domin on. Moving on, Dominic Luff. Evening, gentlemen. Good question, this. Who is the last person you'd sign for the Hammers, even though you know they'd make us a better team? <laughs> well, before you said that second bit, I was going to say, um, <laughs> who's just starting for Reading? Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. Scored a goal. Good goal. Who yeah, no, will be the last, even though they're basically you're saying, what good players don't you like? Uh, I was tempted to say Jack Grealish. I don't like him as a player. Um, I don't know the answer. I'm not. Wilfred I'm not Zaha. Oh, oh, oh! You might have hit one there. What a waste of a talent he is. Can't bear watching him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I don't Can't know bear. I, 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 the the, the rational hatred of Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. I don't know why. He just moans too much. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't stop. Yeah, it's always yeah. someone else's fault. Yeah. 
take it past the guy and try and stay on your feet, mate. And, 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 and I know oh. he'd really improve our team, but I really might have a problem <laughs> signing Harry Kane as well. Um, I don't like Bruno Fernandes. Like Something about him. Who? I don't know what he is. Bruno Fernandes. Oh, right, okay. Don't, don't like him. How um, about Christian Ronaldo? No, I'd, I'd, I'd have him. Really? Yeah, see, Even I'd though he'd, he'd be big, big uh, Billy Big yeah, Bollocks coming up. in, yeah, giving it all the all, I am Christian Ronaldo. Hold up. The, Christian Ronaldo in 10 years' time, will be spoken about in the same breath as Pelé and Maradona. You reckon? Oh, yeah, I do. And, and, and I think, I think, in a way, we didn't realise it. We were lucky when we had him first time around in the Premier League. I think the fact he's come back and that kids nowadays get to see him in the flesh. And, you know, when these kids in 20, 30 years' time, they're going to be able to go, yeah, I saw Ronaldo play. And I think that's, and the reason why I think that is because I look back at how I think about George Best. You know, I watched George Best play for Fulham. You know, that was such a big thing for me to go to that game and see him play. And I'm not convinced people just can think like that in a couple of years, really. Yeah, but I, it, it don't it don't wash with me that oh he was on a downward spiral, that he was drunk, that he shouldn't have been playing in the second division. It, it's I saw George Best play. <laughs> no? Yeah. And I think the kids nowadays, because you think kids nowadays, they do, because, you know, if Ronaldo was about in George Best's time, when he'd gone off to Spain, we wouldn't have known what he got up to. But nowadays yeah. it's different. You know, kids worship foreign players as much as they worship the, the players that are in front of them. So the fact that they get to see a player like that play, we should always, you know, Anyway, we, we are keeping me from my Chinese and we're also keeping our punters from the big reveal about Len's bond scheme. Oh, okay. I don't know what this big reveal is either. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Len's bond scheme. Even though you've wrote a story about it, so possibly revealed it. So I'll oh, yeah, true. Anyway. But uh, Stuart Ling, top fan. Dinger. Uh, should say top fan. Evening, gents. Brady out. Brady out. He says, in my opinion, Lanzini regularly looks like one of our best players when he comes from the bench. So, two questions. Would you boys start him in the next few games? Yes. And if so, who do you drop for him? Ben Rama. Yes. And well, yes. Ask me one on geography. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Uh, I don't usually do this, but I agree with Len. There you go. I've said See? It. What lake feeds the Niagara Falls? Who asked that? What? Well, no, you said ask me one on geography. So. What lake? Yeah, feeds Niagara Falls. I thought it was the Hudson River. No. The Hudson Lake then? Don't know the no. answer. I'm shit at geography. That's why I said ask me one on geography. Well, well, I thought I'd I meant know. ask me a harder question. Oh, right. What's the answer? I think... I'll give it both I think it's Lake Erie, but... It, it is, right? Uh, yeah. But, um, there you go. Well, um, actually... It depends what way you see and it's being fed from. Yeah, Lake Ontario or Lake Erie. It's it's yes. a difficult one. Yeah, it is. 
because it's sort of in between the two legs. Um, it's your mate, Sean. Well, actually, I stole him. It's my golfing buddy, Gary Prince. Oh, yeah. Uh, good evening to Nigel and Len. Hope you will. Uh, <laughs> question for the bald stooge. Um, it's you, Sean. Yeah, oh, that is. <laughs> yeah. West Ham official partner P1 Travel are selling match tickets for the Brighton game for 19 euros. What? Really? This price is under half what season ticket holders are paying in similar seats. Oh, <coughs> there you go. There's another story. Do you think the club should be doing this? In no. The club has decided well, this poorly. No, there's no wells. No. Get the best price. Well, when you say the club, the club has got a partner of P1 Travel, right? And they get an allocation of tickets. Who done the deal, Sean? Oh, without a doubt, Nathan did the deal. There you go. The commercial guy. Nathan out. Yeah, Nathan needs firing. But whether we control the ticket price, and maybe we should. That's another great story. Considering tickets aren't transferable, we do. Well, that we should be. No, we allow P1 Travel to sell them, though. Yeah, but that needs... Um, They're thieving fuckers, Sean. Oh, you see, you use that language, and it just unsettles me. Get off, fucking... He's right, uh, though. He's right. Yeah, I'm just looking. 19 <laughs> euros. That's so... It's terrible. You can get tickets and a hotel for fifty-one euros. What? That's what they're offering per person. That's forty-five quid. Oh, plus fifty-one euros. Oh, so it's seventy euros ticket and a hotel, mate. Oh, probably well. stick them in the Forest Gate Hotel on the Romford Road. Dear, oh dear. So can you buy a ticket for 19 euros, yes or no? Yes, you can. Uh, ooh. I think you've got to do the package. Well, this is my, my, you know, this is why I say whale, you know. I always like to try and... Oh, sure. <laughs> Academy Lounge. You ready? How much? 39 euros. No. Yeah. So it's 51 euros for the hotel. So that's 90 euros for the Academy Lounge. Oh, my God. With a hotel room. But is that not cheaper, even with the hotel room? So the great. Yeah, you're right. You don't need to book a hotel with it. No. You can. Mm. I've just booked. I've just put two, right? COVID insurance is free. Yeah. Uh, Two people, 38 euros, no hidden costs. There's got to be a booking fee, though, isn't there? Great Britain Lounge, VIP padded seats on the halfway line, access to the half time drinks included, and a West Ham legend will visit the lounge, 50 euros. 50 euros. 45 quid. How we sell ourselves so cheaply. I'd like to say we never had this at Upton Park. Move on. But actually, I've been myself for something even cheaper. At 16 quid. (laughs) I've bought some tickets, right? As you know, for Brighton, (laughs) right? For my my 18-year-old daughter, right? And and her 
boyfriend who's who's also 18, right? I had to pay 20 quid a ticket plus a £2 booking fee. I paid 42 quid to sit in row 62. Thieving fuckers, Sean. I know you don't like it, but you come up with a better phrase. Something more apt. Thieves. It's just wrong. Of course it's wrong. That's wrong. That is, is going to be a story. Don't worry, Sean. I'm sure you can come up with an excuse. We'll leave you to it. Next up, Stevie Cheeky Lines, our favourite postman. Evening, gents. Um, oh, and Sean. Uh, going to drop the doggy man comments now. As lately, I feel he's getting a bit of a hard time from you lot. <laughs> Good. This is though sympathy won't last long. Uh, finally two defeats in a row. Can we complain and moan about how shit we are yet? Uh, seriously though, it shows how far we've come when we're disappointed with a 2-1 defeat at City. A couple of years ago, we'd have been praying it was only the forward ship. It's been a tough, it's going to be a tough few weeks. Lots of games thick and fast. Let's enjoy the ride. Yeah. Um, any news of players departing in January? I don't think there is, apart from the Yarmolenko to Genoa that's cropping up. Uh, thanks as always, lads. I know I say it every week, but trundling around with my post bags at this time of year, and it's the busy time of the year. Have, think about your postman when he, he's out there, people. Look after him, offer him a bottle of water or something. Total legends, all of you, doggy man included. Brady out, Brady out. Brady out. Scott Cosland. Says, how does no, Mystic Sean feel about his we won't see Masuaku again statement? <laughs> uh, it's a good yeah. point, isn't it? I didn't think we would either. Yeah. Uh, he, right, and he's got a question. One and one, two and two. What do you lot usually get? It's been a while. It depends. If I have it for lunch, I'll have a one and one. If I have it for oh. dinner, I'll have a two and two. You have one and one. Because I'm on the uh, fucking bike. Ah, oh, mate. Two and two, and hopefully I've took someone with me that can't finish theirs, and I'll finish theirs, so it means. <laughs> my wife sussed me out years ago, I used to take the kids, <laughs> and have my two and two, and then finish off what they couldn't eat. <laughs> Sometimes it'd end up like three and a half. Um, but Sean, do you eat, do you eat pie mash, Sean? I, I used to. Oh, right. Um, myself and John, when we used to go to Greengate... Um, we used to go to the pie mash there, obviously, yeah. when off the bowling ground. We always used to stop on the bus. George always used to have pizza. Me and John would have uh, pie mash. Oh, right. Um, you know the pie mash there? Yeah, it was Atten's. Yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. Weren't the best, weren't the worst. They used to pop in there now. Yeah, it was, it was just convenient for us because we'd stop. Yeah. We'd either go in the castle or Greengate <laughs> before yeah. they were turned into... Uh, a betting shop and a um, Tesco's. A Tesco's, uh, and it was just convenient. And we'd have pie mash every every match day, you know. All right, there you go. Uh, mm. Stuart Ling laughs at the mystic Sean. But next up, Andy Brown says, "All right, fellas." He says, "In all honesty, what's the realistic chance of us getting a striker in January? Uh, slim to none, Andy." Um, if you don't class Lingard as a striker. He says, thanks for keeping me entertained each week over here in the French Alps. So we've Ooh been la in Australia. La. We're in the French Alps. Another Frenchman, because we've had Ian Wiley on. He's obviously over there in Guernsey, Jersey land. Um, the French outpost. 
of the British Empire, and um, which is global, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. massive. Uh, oh, evening, God. gents, says Jack Rush, <coughs> but he's in a hurry. So while everyone loves a trier, I feel we desperately need some quality. We've got grafters that need five shots and 20 chub touches to trouble the keeper. He thinks we're crying out for Lingard as a minimum. Bowen, Fornell, Ben Rama, Flagets and Lanzini, he says, are too similar. Um, any thoughts on Suchek? We have covered that, Jack. When he's not chipping in with set pieces, I feel he gets in the way of our attacks. Is Kroll worth a try? Is Kroll worth a try? We definitely never be paying the money for him. Mm. I do see Jack's point. I think we do need another bit of quality because when you think about it, this... I don't like putting, you know, giving the credit to one person, but this surge in um, better quality is pretty much down to Rice. Take Rice mm. out of the equation. I don't know we've won games without him like last year, but we don't look as good as a team. He is a spectacular player, there's no doubt about it. And if we get something, okay, we're not going to get another Rice. But his point is, if we get some real quality there, rather than uffers and puffers, we're going to start feeling more confident and we're going to achieve what we want to achieve, in my mm. opinion. I mean, Rice has come out today in the, in the standard that they've asked a question about Champions League football and he says, with Kretinsky, hopefully I can get that with West Ham. And people sort of seeing that as a vindication of the Kretinsky um, coming into the club that he eventually owned the club and Rice I still mentioned Kretinsky, did he? <coughs> well, yes. I don't know how it was put to him, but the, the thing I always find that when that question is put to players... He's not going to go, well, no, I don't think I can do that no. at West Ham, is he? No, he's not. I, I think fans have to realise that players do answer questions in the right way for a fan base. Yes. They may not answer it in what they really think. I'm not saying he's lying, but he might be being economical with the truth. Mm. What you say, Hack... Are you talking to me? Oh, obviously you're banging out the articles left. Uh, right I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I agree with you. I, Thank I, you very much. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Alan Woody would ask, Walkies says, a uh, simple question. Uh, are we in good form or bad form at the moment? I think we're in good, good form. form. Hmm. I think we're in form. That means good form though, doesn't it? Does it? I just think this is the West Ham I know and love. Win some, lose some. Uh, Spandau Bally's roadie Matty Kemp is back. Evening, guys. Do we know how much we've got to spend in January? Um, or is the money earmarked for paying off debt? Oh. Well, I, I'm getting trouble talking about this. You've told me not to put a figure on it. Right, okay. But if I was to, no, I'm not. Well, the reason why I say that is because you come up with a figure which is an estimated guess, yeah? People think you're doing an estimated guess because that's what you've been told by Sullivan. Repeat that as fact. 
So your estimated guess, which becomes you a new truth, whatever becomes the new truth, and then when it don't happen, people start having a go at the ownership, thinking they've sold them down the river. When the fact is, the owners didn't even say anything. It was just someone saying, "I think this is going to happen." Yeah, and that's why I tell you to shut up. I really fancy pie mash now because of what <laughs> no. Scott said. Scott said. <laughs> um, Paul Tatom says, evening all. Two previous games equals nil point. Win against Brighton, that's a bad spill over and our bogey team beaten. Come on, you irons. Uh, Ricky Payne, evening, gents. Uh, what are your opinions of the possibility of a full takeover by Kuczynski? And the graph that we're hearing that could be a European ban if it happens. If that's the case, why the Red Bull get away with it? I just don't see it's. I don't see it's going to happen anytime soon. I might be wrong. I that was wrong about Masawaka. Who knows? Yeah, but the, the, this is the thing with Red Bull. How does that work? Well, they did get away with it. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg could play Red Bull Leipzig, even though they're not called Red Bull Leipzig. They're called Raisin Bull uh, Leipzig because they couldn't have the advertisement in Bundesliga football, I believe. But we know they're owned by Red Bull, and they've got the Red Bull logo as their badge. So they could play each other in European football, couldn't they? Yeah, they could. Yeah. Mm. Ricky Payne. Good question. Good question. Um... Who are the best and worst January buyers for West Ham in history? Says friend of the show, Johnny Osborne. It's not a long history, is it? Uh, Ashton was a January buy. Denver Bar was a January buy. They were good players, but I mean, neither had happy endings. The uh, best. The worst. I've got the best. Me, Dan. Go on, who's the best then? Lingard. For the oh yeah, of course, yeah. Effect. You forget, yeah. <laughs> he had. Yeah, I, 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 actually, yeah. I don't You're think right. any players come in in January and, and had that effect on the club. No. That, that he, anywhere. Uh, anywhere, yeah. So he's the best. The worst. Me though, was he January? Yeah, he was. He January. was shit, wasn't he? <laughs> he only cost the grand. I think it was expensive at that. Yeah, I felt sorry for him a bit because when someone Shamak. comes in for a grand um, yeah you, you think at least he's he, he's like showing he wants to prove it so he's willing yeah. to back himself yeah unfortunately <laughs> it looked like he robbed us yeah um, Shamaki was shit didn't yeah, he scored him. against us for Palace huh? um, yeah he was I, I think me though yeah the worst January signing ever Benny McCarthy, was he January or? I can't remember. He was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because there's, the there's the funny saying, isn't there, about Zola going to the, the, the Sullivan. This is the first, obviously. Keep us up. You know, yeah. You know, get me Benny McCarthy, I'll keep you up. That's why I got him Benny McCarthy and we stayed up despite him, not because of him. Yeah. And basically that was Sullivan's first example of throwing a manager under a bus. Um, so yeah I think that's it 
that for Facebook. Just double check that 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 you've been done, you've been done, you've been done, you've been done. Eop Chores says AI Sean. Eop Sean. Is Sean having therapy for staying away from social media whilst on his latest dogging holiday? You did well, Sean. I take me out. Thank you. You did only text me. Um, Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not at our best. We lost uh, better than the normal 5-1 loss. We need a striker. Uh, question for Sean, not his secret sauce. Does the club support the implementation? That's a good question, if we know. Um, do, have, has the ownership made any comment of the 47 recommendations in the fan-led review? Or has it been left to the Premier League? Um, it's a good question. I don't know the answer. Um, but I will I don't ask. think any club has said anything. I think. I don't think so. I, I think they Richard might make Masters. it through the Premier League. I think they're, they're going to play the tactic of let's try and pretend it ain't happened and it may go away. Because the thing about politics is, as everybody knows, is they soon move on to the next calls pretty quickly. But we shall see. So, uh, time for the big reveal. Over to All right, cool. Yeah, we've got to go over to Twitter because uh, our regular tweeter has asked a question today. Dan3160434, he said, What do you think of the closed shop complaints we are seeing more regularly with regards to away tickets? Is it simply down to us winning more games? I don't recall this the last few seasons when we were relegation Fred Brady out. Brady out. I've just come to accept the situation with the away days. It's just, I mean, 2,000 tickets isn't, well, when, you know, whatever the the allocation is, it's never enough for an away support like us. We've got, our support, away support, it's not like other teams away support. It's just never be enough tickets. We just love going to away grounds and following the team. And it's just getting, I think, more and more fans want to go to away games. From I haven't been to away games this season, but even last season, you seem to be, the, the people who make up the away crowd are real old timers who have become familiar faces to you over the years. And a lot of, 20-something year olds who go in big groups as well. So, I mean, people just want to go, don't they? I mean, the, the thing is, it, it's it's become difficult on many a reason. You've got your away season to get older. I don't know if the club reduced it. I think it was originally 900. There's something part of me thinks it's down to like 750 now. Yeah, a bit so, lower than that. That's yes. a lot, isn't it? So... The away season ticket holders always get sorted. Then you've got the bond holders. 808 of them. Who Ooh. are entitled to away ticket per bond that they occupy. Um, the funny thing about that is is that um, obviously there's only 800 of them. But when we're playing crap, they may not feel like it. Now we're doing better. But the, f the thing is, they can't be accused of point harvesting because they don't need to point harvest. No. Because 
they get first dibs. So then you get those that attend as many games as possible. Um, you get the points harvesters that have got built up their points and realise that if they want to go to the big games, they need to buy for the smaller games as well. Pass them on the black market or whatever market, the secondary market that you see. Yeah. Now, and and the problem we've got now is what happened is that years ago, we had twenty one thousand season ticket holders, twenty twenty thousand season ticket holders at the at the bowling at Upton Park. You know, you you, you could probably pick up a ticket um, from the three thousand. Um, tickets that were available now we've got what we've got season ticket older wise Sean 52,000 well no it's gone down isn't it well I, that was me adjusting it for going down no no it's way below that now we were at 54,000 I know but we're way below that now we're about 47 what the, the, we're down to 47,000 seasons here. 47 and a half if I remember rightly really well obviously not because you put it on Claret and Hugh so, so, I, so we've what, discussed it what I was told is 8,000 tickets are available for each game this is why maybe P1 travel have some 8,000 tickets available that, that gives us more money per game right because they can be sold for general. Used to be only three thousand. Now, three thousand tickets are available for um, away, uh, away um, tickets, as you know, which leaves. Um, so it's forty-nine thousand. So it's it. No, no. So hang on, work it out. So you got, you've got to take away three thousand six hundred for corporate hospitality. You've got to take three thousand away for um, away. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. And you corporate hospitality was always incorporated. Uh, in I don't, I ticket. don't count that anymore. I oh, call them so to massage your figures. No, no, no. Better, you've just cut them out. No, I, the I count from separately. Sixty thousand, <coughs> right? Take away the away. You're down to fifty-nine, uh, fifty-seven thousand. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Then if you take away um, your um, forty-nine thousand. Where, where are we down to? 49,000. Yeah, and then now take away your um, your, your corporate, yeah? 45 and a half. Yeah. That's the real season tickets. Still a lot chasing 3,000. You know, the thing is, uh, as well, yeah, the away form for years and years, you you know, West Ham used to average three or four away wins a season. You'd get a good hammer in, you know, it... it, it, it you, you didn't go to watch West Ham win. You went just to watch because West Ham was playing. Um, now it's different. And the better they do away. Plus there is a section that don't go home games, that will only go away games. Yeah. It all filters in. And I think it's something you just got put up with. Don't complain about it. Mm. That's what it is. Anyway, yeah. we've, got, we, we've just got to the two-hour mark. Um, yeah, any other questions know. before yes. the big reveal? Go on. Jeremy Peter says... Um, Anyone at all worried that our involvement in Europe will conflict with the ownership of Sparta Prague by no. Kuczynski? No. Um, he, f he wants to know why Suchek's still playing, but then says our squad is thin. And the Kuczynski announcement, lots of money will not be available for the January window. 
He's an investor. He's not... I think, as we started off this podcast, I think he's going to do things right corporately. I could tell you some stories about boardroom stuff, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, but I think he's going to change that, you know, proper board meetings, proper corporate governance. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Well, that is the end of okay. this week's. And now, <coughs> for the big reveal, tell us about your bonds scheme. Who you talking yeah. to? You. <laughs> I don't know about a Bond scheme. You were just doing a play of words because I painted Billy Bonds. All right, you painted Billy Bonds. Yeah. And if people sign up to canningtownlend.com, they've yeah. got a chance of winning a, a print. A print. A aforementioned. How many? Because we haven't answered this. Is, uh, this is a uh, more than just a podcast exclusives. How many prints are available in that prize draw? Uh, well, one for Twitter, which has already been given away to Woody, and one for people who sign up to canningtownlend.com. Okay. B- Woody, like agenda Woody? Woody, Woody Bosch. no. Oh, Bosch Woody. Woody Bosch. All oh, right, okay, good. No, not agenda Woody. He can go fuck himself. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and <laughs> are these prints available afterwards? Are you going to be selling them at limited edition? Yeah. At a very reasonable rate too. I'm trying to make a cheaper product you because you haven't, you haven't set that price yet. No, I haven't set that price yet. Okay. Have you set then how many limited editions it will be? No. Okay. No. See a little bit of intrigue. I like it at the end. Yeah. Are you selling? Because I love the Billy Bonds painting. Well, Are you yeah. going to sell the Billy Bonds painting? Well, you think it's worth four figures. I do. Yeah, I do. I really do. What do you think of that, night? Maybe we should. Call, maybe I think, we should. I think you could four figures. Yeah, what, I, I reckon right. it's worth a grand, what? right? Let's, let's just be right. Not nine 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 nine. I I said to him, I think a painting like that, an original, you know, could be worth a grand. I'd I'll put it in a nice frame. I'm I'm not framed. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not one. Um, painting wise, I wouldn't know. What um what something if you look at the time spent and the and the the quality of the work yeah um and and it's unique it, you know providence and you know you're not going to paint any others as it's a one off um but it'll be, yeah it'll be yeah. a one off I don't know there, there is there is a there is there's an artist called Paul Tan who does stadiums. And um, he's pretty decent. I've got three of his prints of games from Upton Park. How much did you pay for them at a chance? Well, they were bought for me at Christmas, and it was a it was a he did a, a package for all three. So I, there's a bit of me that wants to think it was about sixty quid for the three of them. Um, this is for the prints. Obviously, the, the actual painting. Um, I think he sells off for between five to seven fifty of the grounds. I'll um, tell you now, right? I've, I've been to art gallery. It was an old winery in Lagoa in in Portugal. It was this massive uh, art gallery. Uh, in was Dishu's it a Da Vinci? Factory. And there was nothing under a thousand euros in there. And some okay. things were just silly, you know, paintings. 
that look like being done by art students, no disrespect to art students, for 8,000 euros. And you're just thinking, world's gone mad. And they weren't even very nice. This is something I actually like, and I think an art collector will want this and say, this is a bit of sporting memorabilia. Well, if they're out there, drop me an email and we can have a chat. Yeah, let's just sell it at some piece. Anyway, we've, we've got to cut a cell two hours. My dinner's waiting. Yeah. We've done the big reveal. Anything to mention before we say goodbye? What you got for Chinese? I don't know. Robson's oh, choice. She, she chose it for me. <laughs> I was like that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of do as you're told. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm assume no. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... In the kitchen. And Len has been... Looking forward to the next programme cover. <laughs> Come on, you irons. <laughs> Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.